Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, my podcast, Heavenly Places. I am your host, Jameer. Um, I want to thank uh, Dorothy once again for having me this evening in October. Um, well, last week we talked about uh, Halloween, and we talked about uh, the um, the Samhain, which was a festival that they had, which was originally Halloween. And we talked about all Halloween. We talked about the uh, Jack O' Lantern, the uh, Bobbin for Apples, the origins of uh, trick or treating, and why they originally wore the. Uh, Disguises and how the actual the Catholic Church actually got involved in it. Um, so you didn't have a chance to look at that. You can go back to the archives on a uh, YouTube or SoundCloud, um, Vimeo, or one of the other ones, and you can go back and listen to it. Which I thought was, I had a whole lot of information, and actually I still have some information. So we're going to kind of finish up this evening and. and and um, actually, before we do that, let's go into a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your grace, your mercy. We thank you for your uh, salvation, Father. Help us during this time, Father, uh, during during this season, Father Lord, of um, October. Help your people, Father. Uh, help us throughout the world. Help the, the elections that are going on with everything in, in the government here in the United States and the governments across the seas, across the Atlantic and Pacific, help them also, Father. Um, help the people in our communities. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, and, and once again, I'd like to uh, also let you know that I have a book, Manifest Destiny and Path Towards Wisdom, that is available uh, for free. I'm shipping them out. You can email me at uh, Dr. Mary J. That's D R M E R E J A Y at gmail dot com, or you can go to my webpage www.jameerjameer.org, dot org, and you can fill out a form, and I will mail it to you for free. This uh, manifest destiny path towards wisdom. Um, uh, someone someone told me this like a. Uh, uh, a dictionary or like a cookbook, like a spiritual cookbook. So you can just kind of look and say, oh, okay, what do I want want to eat today from the word word of our Father in heaven, you know. So you can look through there and you don't have to read it all the way through. You can kind of jump into whichever chapter you you um, want to on that one. But now let's, let's get to this Halloween. I guess this is Halloween part two. Uh, there's a movie actually called Halloween, Halloween 1, 2. They have several different versions of it. And if you've seen the movie and before, um, in the plot, they actually have, uh, if you pay attention to some of the clues within the movie, and I'm not encouraging you to watch it, but if you have seen it, they actually talk about um, the 
Sam Samur Hyen. That's spelled S A M H A I N, and that's what it was called before it was Halloween. And they actually alluded to that in the movie. Um, but uh, one thing, just really, I believe, is very deceiving about Halloween. Actually, about a lot of things, but I'm focusing on Halloween this evening. As many times where that we're only looking at the tree, and when I say looking at the tree, I mean that we're only looking at like a literal physical tree. Like if you go out in your yard, you see a tree, you see the branches and everything, but we don't see what's giving that tree life, what's actually in the ground, you know, um, the roots, the roots that are in the ground. We know that the roots, what do the roots do? Um, they kind of like absorb water that's in the ground, so they kind of give life to the tree, which we really don't see. They also anchor the tree. They kind of keep the tree in place. The scripture says it's like a tree that is planted by the water. I shall not be removed because uh, the roots in it keep that tree in place. I actually seen a video of a hurricane, of a of a uh, hurricane or the wind, tropical storm, actually pulling the roots out of a tree down there so we need to remember to keep them also in prayer um so we got the the roots that kind of keeps it in place that uh, provides nourishment and also some roots can actually produce more roots you know um or a different a different type of a uh, off off seed of the plant you know or the tree um and i say all that to think about okay that's the natural but what about the spiritual you know the spiritual you know when we think about uh, Halloween, Halloween is just like the tree part of it, <laughs> like the Bible for apples, the trick or treating, the wearing of costumes, even the name Halloween. Um, that's kind of just like the the outside the jack o' lanterns, all that kind of stuff. And they open the door to what's in the ground, you know, the deeper things. And it goes beyond. I, I talked about the Druids a little bit um, and how they they um, basically they follow some type of God or whatever, which is really the enemy, um, a false God. And and the Celtic, not the basketball team, but actually a, a group of people that was from a certain area, they also was kind of sort of what you would call maybe the founders of this kind of Samaritan, what we call Halloween, and what the church calls, the Catholic Church calls All Saints, All Saints Day. I'm not sure why they tried to even do that, but it, it, it was uh, not a, not a good decision, <laughs> and it makes you question the, um, that denomination. Actually, some of the things they did. Um, but anyway, let's let's get into this um, the roots, and and in particular, I actually want to talk about. Uh, Bale, that's a B A L L, B B. I'm sorry, B A A L, B A A L. Um, and we're going to go to the scripture, but uh, many of us are familiar with Baal. Um, and actually, if you look in the scriptures, it has Baal Peor, B A A L P E O R. Um. And basically, that was a local deity worshipped by the Moabites. Um, and when the Israelites, when they when they followed Moses into the Promised Land, 
they were living like close to the area of uh, the PR and uh, some of the Israelites, they actually, guess what they did? They started falling into idolatry and worshiping what was around them. You know, just like sometimes we got today, we have believers who, who are believers, but they ended up falling into some type of uh, idolatry where they were worshiping whatever is in the vicinity around them. Sometimes knowingly and many, many times, unfortunately, that's knowingly is unfortunately, but unknowingly is also um, unfortunate because they're being deceived. And as a result of their sin, basically, guess what the father had to do? He had to uh, judge them. He had to judge his children. Um, but in particular, Baal, period, um, basically, the king of the Moabites, what he did was he hired Balaam. Basically, he hired a prophet, you know. <laughs> we got people hiring prophets these days. We should not be doing that either. But anyway, he hired a prophet, basically, to curse Israel. And and Abalakai, he had, he had seen the progress and how Israel was doing well and how basically he wanted, he, they, they wanted to stop them. So, um this prophet, he took the money, but guess what? He was unable to curse Israel because our Father in Heaven, he would not allow that to happen. All right. So then uh, Balaam was like, um, Balaam, yes, he didn't want back to meet the king of Moab, and he went through the motions of uh, receiving a word from the Father. And each time, um, which he did several times, several times, he ended up, guess what? Blessing Israel instead of cursing them. <laughs> and that's what I recorded in Numbers 23. Um, I'll read it to you, verse, verse 23, verses, it's a lot of scripture, but I'll read the short part. Starting in verse 1, it says, And Balaam said to Balak, Build for me here seven altars, and prepare for me here seven bulls and seven rams. And Balak did as Balaam had said, and Balak and Balaam offered on each other altar a bull and a ram and a bellum said to Balak stand <coughs> excuse me I had to change the page stand beside your burnt offering and I will go <coughs> I will go perhaps the Lord will come to meet me and whatever he shows me I will tell you and he went to a bare height and God met Balaam <coughs> and Balaam said to him I have arranged the seven altars and I have offered on each altar a bull and ram. And the Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, Return to Balak, and thus you shall speak. And he returned to him, and behold, he and all the princes of the Moabs were standing beside the burnt offering. And Balaam took up his discourse and said, <clears throat> From Amram Barlak, I'm sorry, I'm pronouncing these names wrong, he brought me the king of Moab. From the eastern mountains, come curse Jacob for me and come denounce Israel. How can I curse whom God is not cursed? How can I denounce from the Lord where he is not denounced? From the top of the from the top of the crags I see him, and from the hills I behold him. A people alone and not counting itself among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob? Or number the fourth path of Israel. Let me die, the earth, the death of the upright, and let me let my end be like his. 
And Balak and Balaam, what have you done to me? I took you to curse my enemies, and behold, you have done nothing but bless them. And he answered and said, Must I not take care to speak what the Lord has put in my mouth? So even though basically they hired him, um, the Moabite king hired Balaam to curse him, that's, that's why he said, um, Hey, I got the money, but I have to, I have to say what the Lord has said. I can't I can't say anything else, you know. Um, and so basically, by the end of the seventh day, Balak finally got the message that Balaam would not curse Israel for him. And in Numbers twenty five, we find that uh, that the woman of the Midian began basically to seduce the men of Israel, you know, and they got them to basically to have um, sacrifice sacrifices to their, their pagan gods and and since the uh god of the pagans were often like basically like fertility gods and we actually talked about that last week how uh the people who were worshiping um the Selks and the Druids were worshiping the apples, the fruits and all this kind of stuff because of fertility gods. So we got that same thing happening in scripture, you know, there's a saying that says there's really nothing new under the sun. Everything the Halloween and all that kind of stuff has its roots in uh, Satanism, the occult, and all these kind of things. Um, so basically they were worshiping the fertility God, um, and they were they were trying to do all these things. And the uh, the woman, because in a country, the Midianites, the, the Moabites, I'm sorry, they wanted them to uh, get out of a fellowship and communion, you know, with the fathers, so they have some of the children of Israel worshiping and uh, walking in idolatry because of uh, the Moabite people. Um, basically, they were allowing people from another place or vicinity to influence them to do something that the father doesn't want. And sometimes we have that situation, and I'm particularly I'm talking about Halloween. Sometimes we have those things. Or we're participating in these types of festivals and traditions, and actually, it's idolatry, you know. Um, I, I wish I could get around it or, or, or stay it another way. Um, and I'm not saying that the people who participate in those are not the children of the Father. That's not what I'm saying, you know. I'm just saying that they may be walking in deception um, and being deceived and tricked and, and fooled, you know. <laughs> That, that's all that I'm saying about that. Um, so back in here, as, as a judgment, when the father seen that, uh, he basically he had to judge them, and he put a plague on the people, and that's recorded in Numbers chapter 25. So he put the father put a plague on them because of what they were doing. Um, that's why um, even in Revelations. The scripture says this is so important, especially during this time, um, during our walk and this time, during this age of the earth. In Revelations, it says, come from out of her, my people, these should be partakers of, of her sins and everything that's going to come against them. The Father says, come from out. So we don't want to be a part of it because, not just because we don't want the plagues, which we don't want the plagues, but we want to, to be pleasing to our Father. That should be main motive to be pleasing to our father and the benefit of that of being pleasing to the father is not having a plague upon you we're not if we get to do it the other way around we're not doing these things 
because uh because I told you or or because uh, you don't want you don't want the consequences those are uh the wrong that's the wrong heart that's the wrong motive you don't want want to be like that or else you'd be finding yourself become very religious and tradition again the goal here is always to uh be pleasing to the father that's what it's all about um now earlier i i said I talked about Baal and the people, you know, Baal, P-R, B-A-L-L-P-E-O-R. So what is P-E-O-R? I talked about that earlier. But P-E-O-R means opening. Um, And this is the name of a place, uh, a mountain or a spot in a mountain, um, from which Balak and Balaam observed the camp of Israel. And the meaning of the word may or may not be something significant to this place, but uh, this this cave or opening in this mountain, you know, it was uh, for this place for a uh, specific reason. Um, when you kind of, kind of combine that together, you know, I talked about last week and again, tying again to this week to the roots of the tree is open doors. Again, we we don't want to open doors. You know, it's it's so easy to open doors these days. I mean. You can open doors by looking at an email. <laughs> you know, an email a good come up, but you can be watching a program on television like a football game, a basketball game, and then a door could be open, you know. Um, and the thing is you can shut that door, and it doesn't have to be necessary you turn off the phone or, or shutting your TV, but some of y'all might have to do that, turn off the phone or turn off the TV. You know, some of us, including myself, we might have to do that. We have to be very, 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 very careful because we're in, we're in a vicinity and we live in this, this technological information age where it's just so easy. You know, um, I heard someone say that, like, the, uh, the apostles and disciples and all of them, they would be, and Paul and Peter would be very excited, you know, if they had the Internet in their age because they could uh, – but it's very fast, fast like we're doing these right now, you know. But also, um, um, if we're using it, you know, the enemy. Uh, actually, the scripture calls him in Ephesians the prince of the power of the air, the airwaves. You know, that's how these signals get across. Um, the enemy, he's going to be using it too. He's going to be using it to his advantage to open up as many doors as he can because he doesn't want people to be be saved. He doesn't want people to be healed, delivered, and set free. You know. It's, it's so easy when you're in the vicinity of these things to just go along with the flow like a like a, a kite. Like you ever have a, whole, have a man with a kite or see a kid with a kite, and you can control the kite, you know. But sometimes, you know, if you like just letting the kite go wherever it wants to, wherever the wind is taking it, it could end up in a utility line or it can end up in a uh, tree and get stuck, you know. And that's what the winds, these waves, the prince of air, he wants to do to take to us like a kite. But we, a kite, that's the, the thing where you can maneuver, like you can pull it in a little bit. If it's going out too far, you can control it. That's why you got the string, so you can actually control the kite. Um, and that's how, how we are. We don't have to be uh, deceived with everything just going on around us and the vicinity around us. You know, we can, we can be strong. You know, we could be building our ark like Noah and Noah had a whole lot of things going on around him with all the people 
and his sons and all of that, but he was still able to maintain his position uh, with the father and was able to save his children, actually and end up saving the world because all of us are, in a way, sort of directly descendants of him somehow, some way. Um, we did maybe some type of genealogy thing. I don't think they have anything that advanced. Um, so that's pure. Now get into the word Baal. Um, Baal can be translated as master, ruler, or lord. So Baal became <laughs> basically um, the technical name for, we talked about the Moabites, but also the uh, Canaanites. And we, I'm sure y'all are familiar with them, the Canaanites. Um, and the Canaanites, they was also worshiping uh, Baal. And Baal, we shouldn't think of that just as one thing, but the Canaanites, they have many bells. <laughs> so there's many bells, um, not just one. <clears throat> um, and the... Uh, Actually, what what version is this new? And NIV, uh, it doesn't use uh, Baal Pure. Um, It says the Baal of Pure, which can also be translated the Lord of Pure. We know Pure, P-E-O-R, is opening, the Lord of opening. Um, So, again, that's that's just so crazy how it's just open doors. And all of this, the, the scriptures I'm coming from, the main one is actually Numbers chapter 25, which have all these scriptures if you want to read. Um, and Numbers 25 verse 5, it says, And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Each of you kill those of the men who have yoked themselves to Baal of Peor, the Lord of the opening. So the Lord of opening, he's still doing these things. So anyone who yoked themselves, Moses is telling them, hey, we got we got to get rid of them. We got to kill them. Um, <clears throat> Numbers twenty five verse eighteen it says, "For they have harassed you with their wills, with which they beguiled you in a manner of uh, pure." They begin to have that word pure again, which is opening, and in a matter of Kozibi, the daughter of the chief of the Midianite, their, their sister who was killed on the day of the plague on the account of Peor. So the Peor incident, um, basically Peor is being used as in these uh, passages as a place rather than something based on the uh, meaning of the word of uh, opening, you know. Um, also in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 3, you see your eyes have seen what the Lord did to Baal, pure again. For the Lord your God destroyed from among you all the men who follow the Baal of pure. Um, so many times in scriptures, actually I have a few other ones, also uh, Joshua twenty-seven seventeen. 17. Um, it says, uh, have we not had enough of this sin have pure from which even yet we did not cleanse ourselves and for which there came a plague upon the congregation of the Lord. Um, 
excuse me, Hosea nine chapter ten. And I said the group like like the grapes in the wilderness, I found Israel like the first fruit of the fig tree in its first season. I saw your fathers, but they came to Baal Peor and consecrated themselves to the thing of shame, and they became detestable like the thing they love. So here they, they have this bell up here. Um, another scripture is uh, Psalms 106, 28. Then they yoked themselves to the bell of Peor and ate sacrifices offered to the dead. So, again, they have this, this joining of this uh, this false god. Um, so we, we see the bell is used many times in scriptures in association with what the father does not want us to uh, participate in, <laughs> and that and the thing is is uh, and all the scriptures I gave you so far have been uh, in <clears throat> I'm sorry in the Old Testament, but um, the New Testament also talks about that, but but they don't go into specifically of uh, Baal, but they talk about uh, idol worship and abstaining from certain things. Paul says abstaining from all. Appearances of evil. Um, there are there are many things in life, you know, that are uh, very, very, very pleasurable to do. I mean, going trick or treating, wearing wearing a Halloween costume, going to the haunted house. You know, some people like may say, "Well, haunted houses they don't they don't scare me. I just go because it's something to do, something fun. Um, it's entertainment." And that right there, when you when you say those things and you talk talk about those things and saying it in that way, it doesn't sound harmful. But again, right there, you're looking at the tree, the tree, <laughs> the pleasurable part, the part that can be seen, but you don't see the root of it, which a tree is life, you know. But um, when you uh, think about it from the enemy's perspective, you know, he he doesn't want to bring life. Actually, uh, John ten ten says the enemy comes what to but to, to destroy, uh, kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to bring death. He wants to bring death and destruction. That's what happened to the children of Israel who yoked themselves with that um, because they were looking at the tree, the outside of it, but the roots was death, <laughs> which the enemy had planted. And and maybe we're not dying. Um, Physically, or we we are each day a little bit, you know, but maybe we're not like dropping off, dropping off dead, you know, by going trick or treating or, or wearing a high, um, a Halloween costume. But the enemy is so subtle that other little things or types of mischief things could be happening, and it may not be where it's affecting you, but it might be affecting someone that's close to you. Maybe the enemy can't get close to you. But he's going to affect some something or someone close to you because of that connection, that relationship. It could be your child, it could be a cousin or a family, it could be a neighbor. I, I don't know. Um, so what you're saying, Jamie? You can something bad can happen to me because I'm I'm wearing a Cookie Monster uh, costume on Halloween. That's when I was younger. That's actually what I was. I wore a Cookie Monster. That's why I said Cookie Monster. But um. The enemy he 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 doesn't play games, he's not fair, he don't he don't care 
since it doesn't see uh, the cost of not appearance, it could be something fluffy and fluffy and pretty or uh, dirty dirty and ghoulish, you know. Um, he doesn't care if it's away, if this door is open. Guess what? He's going to take advantage of it as best as he can. Um, his, the scripture says that he is the accuser of the brother. So he, he's like a uh, very... Um, Knowledgeable lawyer, he has been studying you before you even knew about any of these things. Actually, he's been studying your generations all the way back to your great, 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 great grandfather ten times over. You know, he has people, enemies assigned to us. Each one of our families assigned because he 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 wants to stop us from doing the purposes of the father. But guess what? We also have uh, the father on our side, the Holy Spirit, and our Precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins, and no matter how much studying He's been doing, and no matter how much observing He's been doing, guess what? Nothing is stronger than the precious blood of Jesus. Um, nothing stronger than than uh, when He shed shed His uh, blood on the cross for our sins. And, you know, He's the one, as Revelation says, the one who's worthy to open up the seal. And John was mourning because he said nobody's worthy, but there was a Lamb who died for our sins. You know. Sometimes we do, we just say it so often about that, and, and we don't get it. We don't understand it um, to its full effect. And sometimes we can even, you know, even as believers, take it for granted what the Father has done for us through his Son. You know, so we kind of say it like, okay, and it is it is common fact, but it's also more than that. We We cannot take that thing for granted. Just like we can't take that for granted, the blessings, we can't not take for granted the uh, the enemy, you know, who who wants to use whatever he can, whatever kind of open door he can to come in and wreak havoc in our lives. Um, chaos. Actually, another scripture I want to give you is um, and Matthew. Uh, Matthew 12, verse 27. That's Matthew 12, verse 27. Um, and this is Jesus basically. He's saying, if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. That's the whole scripture, but I want to focus on that Beelzebub because uh, even though that's talking about the devil, but it's also going to be a comparison or type of a uh, Baal, actually, uh, second uh, second Kings verse one verse two, it says, uh, "Now Achan fell through the lattice in his upper chamber in Samaria and lay sick. So he sent messengers telling him, go inquire of Baal Zebub, the god of Ekon, whether I shall recover." From the sickness that's recorded in Second Kings, chapter one, verse two, and he has somebody asking. Basically, that was the a god of the Philistine. Remember, I said that um, Baal was a. Uh, it's just not. We just can't think of it just as one thing, but just many types. It's almost like a. You have an army, and you have um, generals, uh, privates. Sergeants, I believe, like Bell, might be some type of uh, 
type of rank. And just like even Jezebel, there's many Jezebels, so that also can be maybe some type of uh, a ranking, you know, some type of ranking, uh, spiritual ranking. I, I don't understand all those things totally. That are that are some people who are who are uh, greater experts at that topic than I am. Um, so th- these things that are going on, these open doors. Another thing I want to talk about the open door in October. I mentioned last week that um, that the uh, the Jewish and the Celts who are who are originally doing the uh, Halloween, the Samaritan holiday, they believe that during this time that their spiritual veil was a lot thinner, and they talked about how uh, their ancestors, who their deceased ancestors, which are really familiar spirits, demonic spirits, can easily um, have passage, freer passage. You know, the scripture says, um, or people says, uh, that when we pray more, you know, that the Father is freer to move. Well, during this time, um, there's a lot of whole lot of satanic things going on, and I believe that's one of the reasons why the veil is thinner during this time. And actually, October is not the only time. Um, another time is actually, um, I believe it's in May. Um, it's actually something called uh, the Belt, Beltlane. It's also similar to the festival celebrated by the uh, Druids. And guess what? They, they had, again, the same thing as a veil. And that's celebrated in May, and they do a lot of the the same things. They don't wear the costumes and all that kind of stuff. And actually, I don't believe it's a major holiday around that time that um, the church or America celebrates. But true is they actually do celebrate. It's called the Belt the Beltline, and actually there are places around America that actually celebrate that um, thing. But it's a lot of other things around that time too. Where um, the the intensity of the enemy is increased, you know. One thing that I that I find very interesting is um, in September, even before we get to October, is that uh, we have uh, Yom Kippur and all those kind of things, the Day of Atonement, and those are times where we should be celebrating, and also a time of, of fasting and consecration, um, the Days of All, and all the, those kind of things. Um, I guess maybe one time I had to do a teaching on the Feast of the Lord. You know, you hear about uh, Yom Kippur and some of these different holidays. They call them Jewish holidays, but I don't believe that they are Jewish holidays. Actually, I I believe they are holidays from the Father, so they actually are the Lord's holidays, and they are the Lord's feast. But he just shared them with the Jewish people, and the Jewish people were supposed to share them with the rest of the world. But they are actually the holidays the holy days that we should be kind of celebrating or participating in. And I believe once we're in the millennial reign and in heaven, we will celebrate, celebrate the real holy days or the real holidays, you know, instead of the ones that we kind of celebrate now, we won't be thinking about no Halloween and all that, even Easter and Christmas, you know, those are, those are two other topics. Um, but I'm a, I'm a, um, I'll let Dorothy come on if she have any questions about the Halloween part two, the open doors, bell, or anything else she she wanted to add to it. Well, I just want to make sure people understand what an open door is, and and basically, it's 
giving permission, legal spiritual permission for the hooligans to come in and trouble you. So that's why we're, you know, saying, you know, these doors have got to be kept closed. You know, as soon as we find out they're open, we got to slam them shut, you know. But um, that's the only thing yes, I can come up for- with right now. Well, thank you for clarifying that because sometimes I might say terms or anything or something, and people might, it might they might be new listeners or, or unfamiliar with your your network that you have with their different uh, hosts, but open doors. They see, like she was saying, is uh, anything that you can do knowingly or unknowingly to allow the enemy in, and some of the obvious ones are like playing with the Ouija board. I mean. I have had some experiences. I can I haven't, but I know have family members who had experiences with that. I, I'll share with you one day. Um, participating in seances, those are like the things that are very, very obvious. Open doors, like things like oh, even even people who are not saved, you know, they might like no, that's too much for me, you know. <laughs> Maybe like atheism, but then there are things that are not obvious. Um, <clears throat> For example, I, I mentioned television. You might see something like open door, like you might see like, oh, man, I used to be a drinker, like drink alcoholic beverages, and you might see a commercial where they're trying to entice you to drink that that certain drink. That could be a, a open open door for you, or it might be like a cigar. I'm not sure they have cigar commercials. Just, just like just for example, whatever they might have like some advertising about some party going on or about a new bar in town. And those are, like, ways that the enemy can come in through doors, you know. And even watching in Halloween, they have a, a whole lot of uh, scary movies and scary shows. Uh, scripture says that the Lord has not given us the spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. And these shows are meant, meant to scare us. Some people have seen so many scary movies that they're not scared, but that doesn't mean the door, you know, is still not opening. <laughs> because that still is a gateway, it's still a door for the enemy to come in because... The people who who are behind the movies, whether it's the writers or directors or whoever wrote the movie, they they obviously got some knowledge and wisdom about the uh, you know you watch some of these movies and it seems like they know more about the uh, the cult and things like that than even, than uh, we than we know about it, which we should know we should be uh, know, but a lot of us were ignorant of it. And the scripture says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So getting back to the open door things, we. That's one thing that we we have to know, you know. It might may seem like it's very harmless and all that, but we're doing it. We're in a time where everything is very crucial. Every minute, every every minute, every second, it says uh, if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile, or, or some saying like that. That's what the enemy will do. We can't get afford right now during this time to give them an inch because at this time, I believe the Father is preparing us for a great revival, a great harvest. Um, and some of us are not called to be speakers on like some big speaking circuit where we're going around. But the Father, I believe, He's raising up people everywhere to where you're ministering to people in the grocery stores, you're ministering people on the college campus, you're ministering to people at your job, you know, or at the at the local restaurant in town. That's what I believe the Father's next move is. He's He's uh, using everyone. Um, 
So we can't afford to allow any of these open doors to be open. And you might actually be at a Halloween event, but guess what? You can be uh, a witness there. You know, you can be a witness there. Um, and let them know. You can let the Christians, believers know about what's going on with it. But also, there aren't as many unbelievers there, too, that come to those type of events. You can be a light to them, you know, and show them that there's only one way, truth and light. Um, that's our Lord and Savior, um, Jesus Christ. Well, let me and close you know, prayer. You know, they're, oh, okay. hold on a second. They're, they're, they're trying, they're putting, you know how kids play online games yeah. on the Internet and they're kid games? Yes, I mm-hmm. They're trying to sneak pornography into those games. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the games just were read just that so the other realistic day. now. Yeah. 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 That right there is uh, that need to be another uh, topic right there on those games and those. Yeah, that is another open door. You know, um, I seen one game. It, it was like a military game, but then they had another version of the game where if you go through and unlock a board, and it allows the person to do rituals like build like a the pentagram and all that kind of stuff on the ground and open up portals within the game so there's some there's some crazy things going on on those internet games i mean a lot of stuff <laughs> some parents may be surprised with what's doing what's going on you may have things going on around your house and it could be tied back to that you know so right right but let, and, let me and close I'm, yeah let Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You can go ahead to say something. Okay, I was just going to say one thing about this time and place we're in. I don't know if anyone else has noticed or if anyone else watches, you know, the news show, well, not mainstream, but Fox News a lot and other things. And I have noticed um, since Trump has been in office and been pushing for religious freedom, a lot more people are referencing God and prayer and, you know, they're, they're wearing their Christianity on their sleeves like we're supposed to. So in the public square. And I just think that's awesome. That's, that has some kind of meaning there to me. Oh, yeah. 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 It, 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 we should not be ashamed <laughs> of the uh, gospel of Christ. We should not be ashamed, you know, though one day we know will come. I'm not sure when the, when he, the time of the rapture and all that stuff happens. Um, I heard many different teachers on it, but one day we will. I mean, people actually, they're being beheaded now, but one day it will come over here. We just have to be prepared to stand up, you know, but we need to take advantage of it right now that we're as free and open where they're talking about it on television and then we can do certain things that way we have more liberty to be witnesses and the light to people, you know. So Yeah. Um well I'd like to thank everyone for listening this weekend. I mean I'm sorry, this this evening. I'm getting my days mixed up. Um but I'll, I'll be back next week, and actually the topic I want to have next week is um, 
I was I was switching up. I want to talk about um, Proverbs chapter three verse one about not forgetting the law. Do not forget my um, law. It's the scripture I can't think of. It. Proverbs three verse one. Um, it's the scripture I want to come from next week. Um, so just to give you a little preview of what we'll be talking about next week about forgetting the the covenant or forgive forgetting the kid do not forget my commands, but let your heart keep my commandments. That's what it is. Proverbs three chapter one. So um again let us remember in our in our prayers this week, um the nations of the world, those who are who are dealing with the hurricane, um, our government as elections are coming up. Um, very crucial time Actually every time is crucial But right now it's very crucial We're getting down to the wire to the end um, So let's, let's keep our nation in, in a prayer And then na- the governments of other nations um, I have family That is over in the Philippines We keep them lifted up They also have a, a hurricane But they call it a typhoon They have one over there So there's destruction happening everywhere The enemy's trying to destroy all people and let's keep our brothers and sisters. We have brothers and sisters that are in North Korea who are behind the prison walls. It's a pastor in Turkey who they have not released yet. I mean, there's it's so many things I can live. I'll probably go on two or three, four or five more hours about all the prayer requests. But let's remember those people um, in prayer. Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Father Lord. Um, help us, Father Lord, not to be ignorant, Father Lord, and... Um, be perished because of lack of knowledge, Father. But help us come into knowledge and wisdom, of Father Lord, and, and close those doors, Father. And I lift up our nation, Father Lord, guide and direct them, Father Lord, guide our our, the, our leaders, Father Lord, help them to make godly decisions, of Father, and not be selfish, not be idolaters, of Father. And help me myself to be the same way, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you for all those who listen. I pray to Father that you would give them a blessing this week, oh, Father, Lord, whether it be a career, financial, God, or relationship, health, um, salvation for a family member, whatever it may be, Father, move in their life. Uh, we ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Junior. All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming and giving us such a good teaching. So now we know, be careful. You can inadvertently open doors in this Halloween season, you know, so pay attention to what you do. I used to be so annoyed with my father. Yeah, my father used to always Uh tell me, Pay attention to what's going on around you. And it used to annoy me when he said that, but now I understand, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, well, one day, well, I guess maybe after I do the Proverbs one, I might do one on uh, teaching on if you have open doors, how to close them. So that might be the one after that one. So That'd be a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you, Dorothy. Thank you, Jimmy. You have a blessed night. Father, bless everyone. We'll see you next week. Yes.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.